Welcome back, everyone. This is the reverse card. Yes, this yes. is the reverse this card. This is the reverse card. <laughs> this is Andy. Yeah, I was like, who are you? Who am I? Yeah, I'm who are Cole. You? Uh, You're welcome Cole. back, everybody. Welcome back. And this is where we talk about interesting thing around the world, primarily in Asia. And we either talk about news or interesting events. Yeah, but culture, art. Yes, sir. And we want to reverse your mindset a little bit because we do a little bit of analytical stuff a little Ooh, bit you yeah. know little difficult different <laughs> little commentary yeah. yeah so all right so what do, what do we have today what's going on today cole um yeah well it sounds like you're going to talk about a little bit of intergenerational cultural dissonance yes. which i have no idea about right so I big big long words yeah, yeah i will get schooled on that today and then i'm gonna talk about uh nico haraga a artist skateboarder uh-huh. and um also an actor yeah i was like he does a lot of things interesting so, yeah uh, and one of the thing is we were watching yeah we were watching a, a video, video of him skateboard and yeah. andy was confused i was confused how hard this trick is that he's doing yep um can, can you explain what's yeah. going on in the video <laughs> yeah. real quick 30 seconds uh, maybe yeah no well yeah just it's a real short little video he's just skateboarding up to a um man i'm gonna like make myself sound like a lame skater uh he's sk- skateboarding up to like a block yeah, that's not what it's called, but I can't think of what it's Man. called right now. Yeah, Come but he's, he's skateboarding up to the. Can you play it again? Cool. I want to see. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So he just ollies onto the block, and then he does like a backside kickflip, and then he jumps off of the block into like a frontside varial or something. All right, we're so gonna cut because yeah, no I don't even know what the trick names are no because one can yeah, see the video, yeah, so maybe we'll like ooh. tell you where the link is How for about the video, this? but yeah, tell basically me he's yes. he's. Ollieing up onto the thing is not yep. that hard if you're like a good skateboarder. Okay. But what he's doing is he's doing like a front side, mm-hmm. like flip with the board, landing it, and then as he's jumping off, he's doing a backside, or maybe it was the other way around. I haven't like I'm not mm-hmm. I haven't studied the video, but <laughs> it's really hard because you have to s- he's switching his weight around. Um, and I want to know more. Why did you yeah, chose yeah. him? Why is this person? Yeah, no, special? yeah. I, you just you wanted to understand the trick better, but um, yeah. yeah. He, I think he's he's a part of this awesome skate collective that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my horrible freshman roommate who actually showed me some really cool stuff. But maybe we'll take that out. <laughs> That's always life. <laughs> no, we're gonna market this. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna market this. Gonna this is gonna be our biggest you. episode. Yeah. No, but um, he's part of Illegal Civilization, and they're a sweet skate collective, and he's, like, one of their main skaters. Yeah. Um. So I kind of, like, found out about him through watching these skate videos, and he, like, always mm-hmm. stood out to me as, like, um, he just brings, like, such a positive energy to the skate community as well. Yeah, um, good. I think the, the thing about the skate community, too, uh, is that it, like, I was talking to this one guy once, this skater, and he was like, there's two kinds of skaters. There's a skater who's just, like, a douchebag, like, dude mm-hmm. who probably says, like, homophobic slurs. Uh-oh. That's not Or there's a guy like Nico Haraga who is, like, the, the, the kindest, most laid-back, like, chill dude ever. Um, and, yeah, so Man, he's just, he just really inspires me as a, as a skater, so I guess that's why I chose him. But he's also an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in Booksmart. Have you seen Booksmart? No. Oh, uh, you got to see Booksmart. Show, a movie? Yeah. It's kind of like super bad, 
but <laughs> but f- with two girls who are okay. nerds um okay. yeah and it's super dope he plays one of like the characters at that high school um in book smart and yeah he also plays in moxie i think it's like a netflix original movie mm-hmm. um yeah he plays like the love interest in that movie and he's a little bit of a heartthrob <laughs> in I general see. i think he's also a model so i see a lot of my friends follow him yeah apparently oh, yeah very much very much so that's oh, very very wow. cool very yeah. cool <laughs> and what is his name again called nico haraga check nico him out haraga. he's an inspiration in the skate community and in the arts community i'd say arts at large community. yeah yeah yep. very cool well that's a subway i cannot take <laughs> yeah i don't know how to segue how into intergenerational you know cultural what? dissonance but yeah uh, you could say that you could say like um i'm speaking away from the mic sorry you could no. say that yeah. you know i don't know what you're talking maybe uh, we'll just talk about that well, later yeah no, yeah you let, let me just bring up what it really is what is intergenerational <laughs> culture dissonance right it sounds like a big word yeah it liberal, is a big liberal college invented well it is invented in the liberal art it's a psychology term mm. and uh the snowflakes most, uh, most <laughs> i know that <laughs> The mo- closest definitions talk about is a clash between parents and their children over cultural values. Mm. It occurs very commonly among immigrated families and is regarded as a normative experience. This is a quote by uh, Lee, 2005, Sukui, 1979, and Yang in 1999. These ox, I think it's a... They all publish different book about this subject. Oh, and it's a very common phenomenon in, this in immigrants. So what is it, right? It, it sounds pretty simple. Like you have clashed with your parents over yeah, yeah, yeah. cultural va- uh, values. Yeah. And you do. Yeah. But it's actually very different. What you have is more or less dissonance. This difference between your and your parents, right? When you're talking about intergenerational cultural dissonance, this usually means specifically in immigration families what happened is you and your parents moved to for example me and my mom moved to the u.s and her parents are a hundred percent chinese parents right because her parents are my grandparents think about that so she lived in a chinese mind yeah a 19 uh let's just say 90s chinese mind versus me now lives in more or less a 2010 american mind and my world drastically shifted from her world, right? Because our values split very differently. Ideally, like your parents' value will pass down to you, and your value will eventually pass down to your children. Yeah. When immigration happened, that value was split because yeah. the, the, the new culture, that the new culture yeah. is so drastically different that I don't really take many of my parents' values. That's one interpretation of this. Okay. Another interpretation is such as intergenerational. So, uh, for example, let's just say my mother left China in 2000s, right? Okay. This is an example. It's not real. But let's say in her world, her vision of China will forever be 2000 because she is not living there anymore, right? Mm. So when she goes back at 2020, right, China is going to be a very different China than in her memory yeah. that is a dissonance in itself too okay so but that will follow more of culture shock 
and yeah. it's, it's less of uh, the dissonance part. But that's also included in the wider range of the intergenerational cultural dissonance. Interesting. Right, right. So before we start getting into this too deep, what are, what are some conflicts that you have with your parents, Cole? <laughs> we, we will get well, a little personal here, but just a little seat. bit. Um, like conflicts in, in terms of as value, maybe something value? like that. Yeah. Hmm. Something that you well, believe and your parents do not. I don't know. I guess as a human being, I'm yeah. n- like a young adult, I'm still kind of forming all of my values to a certain extent mm-hmm. how at least i'll live out the rest of my life but yeah i don't know we're pretty similar like in ideology about the world and things like that i'd say maybe like religion in some aspects like i believe certain things and my mom believes certain things and my dad also believes certain things like i don't think he mm-hmm really believes in god anymore so yeah there's uh, yeah so there's that that's yeah he's (laughs) his dad was a a pastor long story but a long story yeah so there's things like that i guess like values of like spirituality or Mm -hmm. um i mean i don't really do drugs but i think there is that's the thing that came to my mind right away and i was like i don't really do drugs really really (laughs) yeah we're not getting into that (laughs) fbi if you're listening but um no, well, I don't do CIA drugs, but I <laughs> cool with people who do any types of drugs most yeah. of the time, unless they're like shooting heroin. I'd probably want them to get help, but yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, and they don't. I mean, like some of their friends like live in Washington, so they smoke. Uh-huh. Their friends have smoked weed. Yeah, but they don't really. They, I don't know. It's not that they like think that they're better than people who do mm-hmm. drugs, but it's more they don't really understand that it's just like a part of i feel like that's just a part of like where we grew up and stuff and yeah. not like i think like certain drugs are like just okay and i think everyone in, should do in them, our time and their time okay so the reason i asked you is one part i really care about yeah. you and care about your life yes right? <laughs> but another part i think <laughs> i can use your example and yeah. i can compare with my example Ooh, and show yeah. you a little bit difference why it's a call intergenerational yeah no see this these don't seem like very big problems when i'm saying them out loud but uh, no, 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 maybe I that's not it's, an, it's not making. about big it's about yeah. differences and Difference. I'll, I'll show you i'll show okay, you okay okay let's just go. talk about one specific like in term of drugs right yeah so you had an education, right? And your parents had an education about drugs. In their time, it's more of like, drugs, just don't do it. Right? That's the biggest thing they know. Don't yeah. do drugs. Drug is bad. That's simple. Yeah. In part, that is what we kind of got to. If you remember high school, yeah. in health class, a lot of it is like, weed, not even once. Heroin, <laughs> not even once, right? It's all about just don't do it. However, we had a big upper hand, big advantage of internet. We yeah. really are... Uh, in better or for worse, we are becoming a mega mind that all of our consciousness are sharing as a collective for yeah. our generation. Yeah. Versus your parents. That's really so deep. we we you gain that. <laughs> right, right. In this collective consciousness, we can experience stuff we never experienced before. Like yeah. What is it actually like to smoke weed? To Pineapple do heroin? Express. To do edible? To do acid? Whatever. I don't need to do that anymore. But I can know what's that like. I yeah. can go on Reddit. I can go on Fortune. I can go on Facebook. <laughs> whatever platform Reddit. you prefer, you can know yeah. what is I like from so many people from their personal yeah, experiences. Yeah, and the after effect too, you can know where they addicted. Yeah. Right. 
till they lost friends, family. Yeah. Were they happy? Were they worse off in their life? There's like more. I there, I feel like there's also more literature too on all of those yeah. things. Like just like in the expanse of time that it's been since our parents were in high school. Right. To right. Since we were in high school, there's more a studies. lot more studies. Well, the the best study on marijuana only yeah. came out like a couple of years ago. I would mm-hmm. say, and this is a. Uh, I mean, the topic's not about marijuana, but it's more, <laughs> <laughs> more about marijuana. you, like yeah. you having access and you fundamentally diverted from your parents because technology, right? Mm. So this value, this differences in terms of value partly came from you be able to learn more about them, yeah. but partly thanks for, for technology, yeah. right? That's the big factor that split this uh this difference yeah we're talking about intergenerational cultural distance let's just say i call it icd that's a common phrase icd we're talking about icd culture is a big aspect yeah right so something maybe i should have made your example actually about religion because religion is very uh, more or less a culture elements in your family i would say right in most i would say western philosophy um but ICD really is about culture. And for example, it will be something like uh, there's like Taoist culture, right? A lot of um, Taoist culture have uh, talk uh, spoke up in harmony with nature, right? Mm. That's something my mother are strongly influenced when she was growing up. And also influenced me because a lot of... Uh, so it's something that you wouldn't really know until you... S- you yeah. wouldn't able to see it until you s- visualize you see it and yeah but it's, e- it's easier for me to see it because i've seen the contrast yeah it's hard for american to identify what is american value what is american yeah culture value when you lived in america every day you don't yeah. see it you can't really visualize it right uh if you ask american what is american value they will say liberty freedom guns these are not really, <laughs> not really values. Snuck, you snuck guns in there. Right. What was that? Wait, what? Wait a second. Right, keep going. Keep going. We, we talk about American, yeah. America, right? America. So ICD. So, so let's just say that I, so where, where did these values really come from? Partly yeah. from my mother, right? Yeah. She, uh, like for example, she put my name under a, a tree that was in my hometown that was considered one of the most ancient tree. If you put your name on the tree, you receive blessing from the nature. Whoa. Right. So that's, that's something. a fucking cool story. I know. And that's something that Taoists believe for a really long time. And some Taoist value. But there are also Confucius value. Uh, that's one of the many funding philosophy in China. And the, a lot of it is uh, very interesting about education, about politics. And, right, this is where a lot of ICD happens. So, like. There are a lot of things about Confucius value I think are important. One of them is uh, sh- like showing respect and showing that gratefulness towards like people who were good to you. I think that's good. Yeah. Like I'm grateful for having great parents. I know I'm a very privileged person. Same. But they support me through college, living now, and like like literally home, food. Yes. Like these are gifted and i know people who are not fortunate for these things yeah, people totally. not like well, what's the phrase not every parent deserve a child but every child deserve a parent Ooh. 
Right. So something deep again. We're here every week We're on Monday, week folks. Yes. Andy's just out here dropping knowledge. Okay. Yeah, but going back, yes, right? So Confucius that's like one values. of the Confucius yeah. values. You show gratefulness to your parents, especially your elders. And but there are other elements that are not very great such as women are considered a lower class than men because hmm. the like the political system is a patriarch father is wow. like the house so america <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah sorry i'm interrupting too much you keep going right right so lower class because not really necessarily as a class not a uh, caste system but more of a uh, uh, even from every level, from yeah, education yeah, yeah. to political, just like va- the value of a woman. Confucianism is, is yeah. about you govern your country like how you rule your house, and in your house, the father is at the top, mm. and then is the mother, that and is. then is the children, right? Yep. So ideally, the emperor is the father, right? The mother class people will be like the politician that work around the ministers, right? Yeah. The regional governors and the children are the citizens. That's how you're supposed to rule a kingdom. Or a rural country. That's the Confucius value, right? Yeah. So in eight in in time, I guess my mother would believe some of these stuff. This is an example. My mother don't believe any of these crap. But like <laughs> but it would be something like that we move from China to here and my mother believe some of these things. But I through my own experience, either through technology, right, learning that like by hmm. everyone else, hmm, women can participate in women <laughs> too. Or like uh, people are equal in yeah, this yeah. term of thinking and the rationalization, right? And then I realize that is a wrong philosophy. And now I divert from yeah. that path that my mother was on. Yeah. Though I still could share some like Confucius philosophy, like you should be grateful for what is given to you. Yeah. And you should love your parents because they did provide for you for such and such, right? To an extent. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will only now believe part of that philosophy versus my mom who believed the whole philosophy. And that is the dissonance, the cultural dissonance. Cultural dissonance. And why is it intergenerational? Yeah. Because as time goes on, me and my mother will only different more on this path. Mm. And this is our example. Oh, okay. So like as the generations go on, right. the values probably will like right. lose practice and diminish. Yes, to an to an extent, because I yeah. only pick what is best for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ho- when I pass that down to my children, they're not gonna get the full experience yeah. anymore. They only get a part, and that that dissonance gets larger, especially for immigrated families. Like totally. like what you said, like Christianity might be only part of your value already, and now it's almost none. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like when my parents were growing up, yeah, they had to go to church like three days a week, and this like a whole bunch of other stuff and right now now yeah. imagine this imagine if your family actually moved to china where like there's almost no church no worship no nothing like that you'll have almost zero yeah culture elements that relates you to christianity philosophy yeah right? yeah, yeah uh so in that sense that's where the dissonance come from and then the reason i want to talk about this topic because it affects me because i am definitely immigrant and i can give you some real example where icd happens in my life yeah yeah right? tell me more and tell me more, more more of it is i have i'm a friend of many immigrant yes families friends and i know their life and their situation i mean i i will not share their name <laughs> no, no but no. 
I think it's important to share some experiences for yeah. my fellow friends out there who are immigrant, who might be experiencing this, and and confused about this, or right, doesn't right. really understand why is it happening, is like how it happens, and what what are the effects, right? Yeah. So, and also for people who are not immigrants, you know, who who <laughs> are also dealing part of this same issue, yeah, right? The cultural. There's a dissonance, the, the dissonance part of it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and you can have a more uh, different perspective, which yeah. is what this show about. Understand it's a reverse where we, what you think. Where right? we are similar with people who are different than us and also understand like the complexities that it is to be an immigrant, right? Right, yeah. right. And I, I'll share one experience. And this is from a friend who is uh, anonymous. Right? I will not share the information. But they talked about this in when they were applying to college. Uh, in, in these days, college is very difficult to apply to if you want to go to a big university, top 10 universities, stuff like that. You really want to differentiate from each other, right? And remember, this friend told me that they want to apply to this college because they really want to learn to help others. So they did a lot of chirp, like uh, volunteer activities, mm -hmm. especially yeah. helping the homeless population in the yeah. area, right? However, right, he wrote this all in his essay, you know, apply for school. And then when his mother took a look at his essay and she was like, oh, so all this was for show, right? Like you're not actually going to help homeless people because homeless people doesn't deserve to be helped, right? They are inherently lazy and that's why they got to their place. You should not help them because it's a, it's a high risk for you. And my friend is really shocked because that they he didn't realize how far apart that his understanding of this world have diverted yeah. from his mother. Yeah, yeah. Just right? like the socioeconomic and yeah, and, and people lack of systems that help people who are addicts and right end up on the street. I mean, whatever, even yeah. like how we learned a lot about homeless people in college, mm -hmm. but even before in high school, I think people are starting to show some rationale, starting to show some understanding that, generally speaking, right, homelessness is not just the homeless person's problem. It's not 100% no, yeah. their responsibility. And, and especially, it's not just because someone's lazy. No. I am a lazy person. I'm not homeless right yeah, now. I yeah. can <laughs> tell you. <laughs> right? That's like, some neoliberalistic bullshit. I, I think... It's like... If you're not working hard and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, then but I mean, yeah, that's my that's where I connect to it in my own life. But I'm sure right. that this uh, friend it of yours is like it, they connect to that. Their parents connect the parents to some other story in those generations, yeah. right? They, especially, this is prevalent in like a big education disparity, right? If you, yeah. if your parents only like got middle school education that's not i'm not saying that's a bad thing or an offensive thing no, it's calling no. you're uneducated right uneducated is not an offensive thing to say to someone i would say yeah like uh, like i wouldn't say that to you you're an educated person but it's, it's just like i guess it's something you have to learn by yourself like you have to realize that you need more to learn about the world yeah. anyways i was saying well, when when we live in the world we're someone's parents could only have middle school and not even high school yeah. uh, education and their children are now you know college yeah or high school graduate and that difference is going to be like
like humongous. Like I'm not even talking about basic understanding of biology. Yeah. Like what is a cell? Or like reproduction, how are baby created, right? Yeah. <laughs> or basic stuff like social science or economics, right? Uh, how how does a society actually function? Yeah. I'm not even talking I'm talking about that to an extent, but more in depthly like analytical skill. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. how how Critical do you thinking. Or like when you look at a homeless problem, a person who doesn't really know much because just say it's their fault, it's really obvious to come up to that conclusion. Like they're not working hard enough, right? Yeah. They are inherently a threat. Uh, to be honest, like when I walk around in town, I sometimes feel, oh, I'm a little threatened by somebody who is uh, acting strange or being crazy or not like just coming towards me. But I realize that's a bias yeah right like unless they're, they're like actually running at you then you should run away yeah if someone's yeah. running at me yes i would run <laughs> if away someone's downtown. running at you people run away yes, but that, that that is true that is true but yes it but is a bias right yeah. and exactly when if i see um people doing sketchy stuff i mean my first reaction shouldn't be like man this person is a horrible person or this person's inherently evil or this person's a threat. Yeah. Right? My utmost thoughts really should be about, wow, you know, this is the situation that we are living in in our community. How can I help? Yeah. yeah or yeah. Wh why have we came to this? Yeah. Right? Y y change your way of, of thinking. And let's be honest, the people are just people. Not yeah. everyone's out there to get you. Yeah, <laughs> poor people are not inherently evil. Oh, no. like poor people don't want to just steal and take your money. Like, this is not. Everyone's just trying to make it, man. Yeah, that's that's facts, and that difference will only widen as the generation yeah. goes up. And and how my friend felt when he really uh, learned from his mother about her worldview, it really shook him. Like, yeah, he, he was confused. And he he really want to help her his mother to learn more about this, but I think eventually they led to more conflict. Yeah, is that that the world that they're living in is very different. That in a way, their parents are still living a world where their parents taught them how the world was. Yeah, versus when they lived in a world where the w the world taught them how the world are. Yeah, yeah, that's right. how I would describe my grandparents on my mom's side. Yeah, yeah, because your your our our parents' generation really learned about their value, their yeah. morals inherited from their community, their small yeah. niche community, and their parents. But we we really are raised by the world that that we spend. I mean, personally, I spend more time with my parents. Sorry, my I spend more time online than with my parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's influenced yeah. by the world. Yeah, I mean, and I, I guess our parents didn't necessarily spend time online when they were our age because it wasn't invented yet. But right, um, there was I don't know. I'm, I had a thought, but it drifted away. But yeah, no, this is super interesting. Thank you for educating me on this. Yeah, so that's my part of like one part technology, yeah. one part immigration, and I want to tell people out there that. If you're experiencing, especially as an immigrant, that you have immense culture clash with your parents on s subject of racial justice, right? Uh, education, uh, values. Yeah. Right? Just like morals. Right, even basic stuff like yeah. how, how do you cook? How do you live your life? That's 
perfectly normal to have huge conflict because yeah. we're we're only we're living a generation that we naturally through technology have more conflicts than ever with our parents through yeah. influences and as immigrant where you and your parents already are very far apart as you're yeah. growing up in a completely different environment so this is these type of conflicts are completely it's normal yeah and and the truth is it will n- usually not heal yeah it is something that's really prominent in immigration families but most likely people are very hard to change like your parents are most likely going to stay the way they are and it is better in my opinion this is now is not a professional opinion now no. this is andy's hypothesis i think the better way is to find the in-between area that you and your yeah. parents can both survive both can find an equilibrium to be yeah. while you can actively influence them towards what you think is the right thing to s- learn about the world or yeah but you got to give them that space you got to really treat your family not yeah. as a family but as maybe a stranger or just acquaintances in term of like yeah you so maybe there's some things you can't talk about i guess but i mean that not and that you can't talk about them yeah but it's not no use i mean yeah it, it's more of like instead of trying like to change it instead like of like going for that conflict yeah. more enough like just understanding connection, yeah. connection right right establish that that that, that bond again but yeah but in a way that's not confrontational right? yeah and that's that's a lot uh that's andy's opinions about yeah. when you face the problem with intergenerational yeah i'm th- i was thinking about kind of my grandpa and he he's racist um but <laughs> get closer <laughs> to the mic yeah yes he's sir he's racist yes. um one more time <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding no um but it's been really hard oh, as my mom has learned more uh-huh. about like things and she has she i don't know that's like the cool thing um that i'm like like been blessed with i think is with yeah. parents who are trying to like evolve and change mm-hmm. and not that people who are immigrants parents aren't doing that because uh, that's just that, that definitely is happening in yeah. places but it seems to me like with talking about like my grandpa's generation mm-hmm. my grandpa has all the tools all the he's privileged enough whatever <laughs> like he grew up on a farm but like you could still do some more reading you know what i mean like he has Mm -hmm. the tools and he's just choosing to not uh educate himself more on on certain things i don't know basically what i'm trying to say is like there's a big dissonance between him and i like we can't really talk about like religion or politics without i mean i would just have to pretend like i was like just not say anything because i just disagree with like almost everything yeah that he believes in those areas a little bit i mean maybe not everything is dramatic but mm-hmm. um yeah so it's just interesting because there's things you know you're saying with icd where it's like people's parents and their grandparents like have these things that um i totally lost my thought <laughs> it's basically like they have these no, things that they came from and that they have um 
and they don't really have control over it anymore because they had to immigrate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my grandpa's not an immigrant is the point I'm trying to make. And, um, and so he has like generational wealth in this land, right? Like he has yeah. resources and people here and it's like the, th- his identity is just maybe wrapped up in the farm a little bit that he grew up on, but it's like, he still had resources where he could have gone to college and he chose not to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a difference that is, it seems like for an immigrant is maybe it's like that old culture and that old way of thinking might be something that they, or like they're uh, not access to education might not have been something that they had control over, or they might've not had control over to immigrate. You know what I mean? Like sometimes uh, people okay. are forced to immigrate. One thing I think I made a mistake on, it's not yeah. about like immigration, immigrants, parents are not educated or they're not educated yeah, themselves. Yeah. Is any type of strong cultural belief. You could be a doctor. Like yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom is MBA, but there are some really sus stuff that she believes in terms of Chinese culture that I do yeah. not want to take. Yeah. Like she is a highly educated person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like her parents basically prepared her for a world that doesn't exist now anymore. And that is true for your parents. Yeah. Your grandparents, and my grandparents too. too. Yeah, that's your interesting. Grandparents prepare your parents for a world that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. That's super interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was just trying to like make the connection if my grandpa is maybe like choosing um a dissonance that some immigrants maybe don't get the uh, privilege to choose if that makes sense i i kind of can't see yeah. it because you're right like but um, I, yeah i'm not saying that all immigrant parents <laughs> are <laughs> uneducated that's it just it's a just lie, any type of belief that they hold and usually yeah. these belief any type of core value you hold usually they are not um something that's s- like economical like capitalism is not a usually core belief in people even though people are like ah capitalism over communism over whatever we but like capitalize. that like <laughs> like accumulation of capital usually is not like core value you live for right yeah like core value you live for is like trust family. or golden rule or like family or whatever like you die you go to heaven Jesus. like like core value are like these things are tends to be cultural yeah right like core value as living harmony with nature right that is could be a core value like my like accumulating as much capital as you can in your life to die that's not really a core value that's more like a want or a need yeah. right do you want that andy i i mean i want to make change and i want to live pretty comfortable yes. so i sh- think part of it yes <laughs> i do want to accumulate <laughs> some capital <laughs> in my life no life yeah. there but uh, like that wouldn't no, be my core value I would say that's yeah. like I said, it yeah, will be exactly. a want. It would be a want. Like if I if I differen- die differentiation. as a middle class person and I make real changes in the world, yeah, that it might made the world into a better place, so my children can come to this world and be in a better place. I'll be down. Yeah, mm. but you know, deep thoughts again from Andy. Deep thoughts. I agree with you. But in that general, general sense of uh, going back to icd like what yeah. you said that you definitely experience um like that culture dissonance i think it's ac- accelerated by technology yeah totally uh, if internet didn't exist yeah. right if we if you all you can do is live in let's say where you live now and live in this community uh, all you can talk to you got telephone you can only call your friend uh, you got to go out to the playground to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no. Stranger Things, right? Yeah. <laughs> then, then no, I don't think you're going to be that much different from your parents. Mm. 
Yeah. Right. And and there's a a, a a bubble, right, that really exists that people can't see. People seem like it seems like it seems like the internet connects everyone around the world, which is completely untrue. Right. In each region of the world and sometimes even ev- each state of the world, right, there's almost an internet bubble that people in this region, in this area that really have that similar philosophy. But if you take them somewhere else, it's completely different. Like I seen, have you, have you ever, oh, you, you're, you're cleans of social media now, which is good. Good yeah, on yeah, you, yeah. sir. How many months sober? Uh, almost a year. A year almost sober. Yeah. Wow. We got to do a special podcast about <laughs> that experience. Anyways, yeah. but in terms of social media, it's really different in China and the U.S. I mean, I- ignore all the political stuff, right? Ignore the great firewall of China. If you just go to a Chinese subreddit post, like I can translate everything there to English and you will not understand any information there. Yeah. B- just because the sheer amount of cultural inside jokes, the way people express things, right? It's so different. Yeah. And that's no. something that you kind of have to feel it, experience it instead yeah. of really yeah. w- read it from an article. And that's that's what I'm trying to give people that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that these, these bubbles are why the cultural dissonance happens, especially yeah. intergenerational. Totally. Usually between a parents and their child when, when both of them immigrates and they mm. grow up basically into two different worlds. And that two different worlds are like two different bubbles. And my point was earlier was internet seems to connect these bubble, but it doesn't really. Yeah. Like for your. No, totally. You kind of accelerate your changes from yeah. your parents. That's so interesting. I was yeah, I, I didn't even think about the internet like that until you just explained that. So, Papa bless. Papa bless. I I mean I'm glad I grew up in the age of acceleration of information. Yeah. Sue. I mean, maybe I have to stop it a little bit, though. Yeah. Well, when do we stop? The iPad babies iPad. are taking over. Are <laughs> <laughs> they mom's credit card buying V-Bucks? Oh, yeah. Man. Um, right. We wrap that up? Yeah, I was going to say well, thank you. Thank you. For all of that. Um, Nico? Go Yeah, go watch. I was going to say go watch Nico Haraga's part in Godspeed. Godspeed. It's a skate okay. film on YouTube for free. Beautiful. Nico Haraga. Yeah. We're going to watch that, and then you're going to read me some Chinese subreddits. Yes, sir. Tune in next, next week. week. <laughs> and listen to our p- playlist on Spotify or Apple Music. Mm. Love. Yes. Peace. Peace, Peace and love. Peace and love.